This is Fire News Now, bringing you news and information from around the fire service. Proudly brought to you by the NEP Media Network. It is Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. I'm Grace Underwood. Last Friday, tragedy struck as more than 18 million people were under tornado watch as multiple tornadoes ripped through several Midwest and Southern states. At least 90 people are reported dead due to the series of tornadoes that traveled at least 275 miles through Arkansas, Kentucky, Illinois, Mississippi, Tennessee, and Missouri. At this time, the precise death toll is unclear. No area was brutalized quite like Mayfield, Kentucky, a town of about 10,000 in the western part of the state. On Sunday evening, the president declared a major federal disaster in Kentucky, which will pave the way for additional federal aid. I've spoken several times a day with the head of FEMA, and the, uh, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, as well as the director of FEMA, who's already been deployed, already deployed emergency response personnel to these states, search and rescue teams, water and other supplies. And FEMA is on the ground working with each of the states to assess the damages and focus on federal support where it is needed most and how we can get there most rapidly. While Kentucky was the hardest hit state, surrounding states are also experiencing many victim fatalities and several losses from the multi-tornado disaster. Among the victims are six people killed at an Amazon facility in Edwardsville, Illinois. The Amazon building collapsed during the severe weather and a recovery mission is still underway. In a press conference on Saturday evening, Edwardsville Fire Chief James Whitford stated that 45 people have been rescued. Our efforts so far, we identified 45 personnel who made it out of the building safely, one who had to be airlifted to a regional hospital for treatment, and six fatalities. We're continuing to search the site for evidence of life and will continue recovery operations until all personnel are accounted for. An update on a story we brought to you last week regarding fire engineer David Spink. The Barstow, California Fire Protection District firefighter continues to fight for his life more than a week after being struck by a vehicle while operating at a motor vehicle accident. Spink's son, Dallin, says his father remains in a coma and suffers from several injuries, including multiple broken bones, a torn artery in his arm, and a brain bleed. Dallin, who is also a firefighter with the Barstow Fire Protection District, says doctors at Loma Linda University Medical Center have performed multiple surgeries on his father over the past week. Chief Nick Napoli encourages department members to stop by the hospital and show their support for Spink and his family. Officials have set up a GoFundMe account for the Spink family and are asking that donations be made to that account instead of flowers and cards. A prayer vigil is scheduled for later this week. Firefighters in Tampa Bay, Florida spent their Friday night battling a shipboard fire inside the port of Tampa. Around 7.30 p.m., units from Tampa Fire Rescue responded to a report of fire aboard the Benjamin Daly, a 150-foot-long, 350-ton, Sentinel-class United States Coast Guard cutter. The ship was in dry dock at the time, undergoing repairs. Firefighters arrived to find flames coming from below deck and shooting through the roof of the Benjamin Daly. Additional units were called to the scene to contend with nearby exposures. 
Firefighters worked hard and fast, needing only 45 minutes to get the fire under control. No injuries were reported and no one was on board when the fire began. The cause of fire is still under investigation. The Benjamin Daily was commissioned in 2017 in its home port of Pascugula, Mississippi. The boat is not used for Florida operations, but was docked in Tampa Bay for standard maintenance. Rhode Island firefighters were also kept busy battling a blaze involving two large boats on Friday. Crews responding to the marina at Hinkley Yachts in Portsmouth arrived to find a powerboat and a sailboat engulfed in heavy flames. Each 100 feet long, the two boats reportedly had a combined value of $10 million. Crews were able to stop the fire from spreading to nearby storage buildings, housing several multi-million dollar and historic yachts. WPRI News spoke to Portsmouth Fire Chief Paul Ford. We had crews that are on exterior lines that had to be on SCBA uh, air at the time because it was so smoky. So that limits our ability to work. We have to start rotating crews in and off of those lines. According to Chief Ford, one firefighter was injured battling the blaze and treated for burns at a local hospital. The cause of fire remains under investigation. California will hire more than a thousand additional firefighters under a state senator's proposal. State Senator Mike McGuire said Friday that the bipartisan legislation he is proposing would add 356 permanent and 768 seasonal firefighters to the state's force. The legislation would also set new minimums of three firefighters per engine for CAL FIRE and launch a staffing study to help prepare the department for fire conditions projected to worsen in the years ahead. Cal Fire IAFF Local 2881 President Tim Edwards, joined by several state legislators and dozens of firefighters, commented Friday on the proposed legislation at a press conference on the steps of the California State Capitol Building. My name is Tim Edwards, President of Cal Fire Local 2881, representing over 7,200 uniformed personnel. Now, 7,200 may sound like a big number, but we protect anywhere from Oregon to Mexico, from the Pacific to Nevada borders. We control over 30 county fire departments, over 120 city fire departments, and we protect over 33 million acres. We do that with 7,200 people. That's not enough. Fire knows no political lines. It destroys homes of Republicans and Democrats. It puts millions of toxic fumes into our airs. It affects everybody. But most importantly, it affects the men and women of Cal Fire. We're spending 40, 50 days in that smoke, 40, 50 days away from home, trying to protect and to what they've sworn to protect the residents of California. The $214 million proposal is in response to the ever-increasing demands put on the state's firefighters, leading to high overtime costs and serious mental and physical health concerns. In the three decades prior to 2016, California wildfires grew to more than a million acres in only three years. Yet in the last five years, burns have averaged at about 1.5 million acres, with more than 4.2 million acres burned in 2020 and 2.6 million burned so far this year. And finally, A sweet and compassionate act by a Billings, Montana firefighter led him to become a viral sensation on social media. 
In late September, Billings firefighter Ryan Benton and his crew responded to a motor vehicle accident with possible injuries. Although no one ended up being hurt in the crash, Benton noticed a little girl who was in one of the vehicles standing on the sidewalk looking nervous. As the girl's mother spoke with other emergency responders on the scene, Benton grabbed an iPad and sat next to the girl reading books and looking at pictures on the device. A bystander noticed this sweet moment, snapped a picture, and posted it to Facebook. Within a few days, the picture went viral and media interview requests started to roll in. While Benton says comforting the child was just part of his job, he credited local groups for donating items such as books and stuffed animals for the Billings Fire Department to carry for situations just like this one. From the NEP Media Network, this is the December 14th, 2021 edition of Fire News Now. Thank you for tuning in and remember to subscribe to Fire News Now wherever you get your favorite podcasts.